It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Hi there, I am Adam Kibas, and this is my fourth uh, episode on my podcast. And I am somehow getting used to it uh, or not now. For I'm I'm still practicing podcast, of course. And one question which uh, have has arisen uh, while making podcast is of course how to structure it. I mean, this is a big issue since uh, since I wanted to approach approach post podcasts like it was uh, uh, a seminar paper. You normally write in the in universities. This would be uh, a typical seminar paper would be that you um, that you have a question. And that you uh, then follow through this question that you have some hyper hyperthesis and so on. But I thought this is somehow this is a structure which is not very suitable for podcasts, because in a in a way uh, you were well, in my podcast specifically specifically I talk about myself and uh, and. Mm, in a way to structure it, yeah, of course you can structure it chronologically. Nevertheless, uh, it is your work you are talking about, and and it would be too theoretical if if we would uh, structure it like it would be a seminar paper. And of course, uh, a seminar paper which you write in the university, it is different in that sense that. That in in the university you lose uh, you use a different language you use, especially in German. Uh, in Germany, uh, if you write in German, then it is some sort of a, um, if you want sarcastically that the people use a lot of words, hard to understand words, a lot of difficult vocabulary in order to to shine out. Thank God this is not the case in English, but. And it is not the case in English uh, because I'm not very sophisticated, or I'm still uh, I'm not a native speaker in English. Uh, I'm uh, uh, and uh, don't make a mis mistake about it. I'm not exceptional. So if you if I would uh, speak, if I would hold this podcast in in German, you would most likely hear my my German snobism. Never. But it was a very difficult approach. I mean, I want to talk about it as well because there are, of course, there is, of course, some 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 literature on the web, but these are too general because it is always difficult how to structure how to uh, structure um, a podcast, especially especially if it is about you uh, and about your work. I mean. Uh, I mean, uh, it is because it is in a way you 
tell it uh, this is different and of course you don't it is not that I'm not artistic uh, like we talked about it you have to be some sort of an artist to, to do this kinds of stuff but it is as well as somehow you wanna uh, put forward a different uh, perception I mean th this is of course you ask yourself how am I being perceived and, and this is indeed I mean especially when someone went through what I went through then perception is in a way important not in a well and don't mm, don't make a mistake about it. I mean, of course, I, uh, I'm using this podcast podcasts to uh, uh, self-promote my, promote my books and as well as my literature, which I um, self-published. I mean, I have not a publisher. Nevertheless, I mean, my identity was stolen and not once there are still people out there who want to steal my identity. So... This podcast is as well to verify my identity so that people can associate the name Adam Kirbas with this voice. However, that's uh, and uh, that's uh, what I want to talk about. It. And of course, I mean the uh, one thing I want to how uh, how I wanted to structure the podcast is indeed an introduction which is in a way required and I am listening to some podcasts there it is done but of uh, I mean I am not very well uh, until now this is the first podcast I actually prepared more but in a way I I, I don't write exactly down what I want to talk about I mean despite the fact that it would be easier because I'm stuttering but um, uh, I mean if you if you talk about yourself, then of course you think about things, about stuff, what happened, and then you remember. This is like while you are speaking, while you are speaking, ah, you think about this, you think about that, and you wanna t talk about these things as well. And and this is the reason why I do did not write anything down, or not so that it does not become rigid. And of course. I'm talking here all by myself. I'm. Uh, uh, this is not an interview or nothing else. So this makes it a bit uh, difficult. So, but I, I've and I want to move forward with this. So, so no rigid, rigid uh, outline. I will start with an introduction. What I think we should talk about, or what I wanna talk about and then we'll see how it leads I mean I will stick or I will try to stick about on this point and of course like I said said uh, voice and the next thing I wanna talk about is now of course my voice I mean I I make music videos I write song lyrics and some of you may have heard some of my songs on TikTok, on on uh, Instagram or Facebook. I mean, I have three Facebook pages. I have four uh, Instagram pages out of uh, protection because of this identity theft, which went pretty much far, and it was which was in a way insulting 
nevertheless, I I will talk about it, but uh, in a special, um, maybe later on. Nevertheless, but this is my voice, so I I don't use any voice enhancers. It is there is indeed a difference between me speaking and singing. I mean, I survived some gas attacks. This happens, so my voice is distorted. There is a you may have heard it my my singing voice is some 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 raw it's scratchy it's it's, it's it's very deep this has to do with exactly so so this is my voice that is indeed some 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 distortion however however i i wanted to make sure so i do not use i do not use any voice enhancements whatsoever the lyric is mine the voice is mine only the background music the background, the background music is from TikTok. I mean, I did these TikTok videos again. One reason why I did these TikTok videos is uh, was to 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 ensure my identity. This is indeed an issue because the, those uh, it, it is not very easy to get on social media. Verify, try to verify your yourself on on Instagram. Facebook, I mean, without the help of of, of uh, certain celeb celebrities, this is almost impossible. So, so the struggles and this uh, this was indeed a big issue. So this is not me being a paranoid. The the this was uh, um, this was uh, this identity. This was really uh, was grueling, and I still suffer from the effects of it to this very day. So this is not over. There are still people out there who falsely claim they would be me. This is sad, but uh, but uh, but uh, this is a way, uh, for example, to to somehow bring this all uh, all to an end. However. What I wanna talk about in this episode is I wanna I mean the last time we talked about whitewashing and I think this is very important. I mean I know I said we I, I only wanna talk about my work, but whitewashing and and uh, and what it what comes with it because because I, I had these experiences in the university and these experiences played a played a crucial role in the in the novel as well as in my entire thinking I mean I mean before I came to Vienna I thought differently I grew up in rural Austria uh, there there was a different perception nevertheless when I came to Vienna you had of course some sort of a special expect especially if, when you think about left left lefties and how you are being perceived and this was and my experiences at the university were indeed formative to my perception and how how in whiteness I mean I mean uh, how this is being perceived and that that it is not only the, the those so-called far-right people or evil people as as they are being portrayed by the left, that they commit these, these, I mean, I don't know, 
you have to be careful of course i mean how do you want to name it i mean i don't want to say atrocious but it was some sort of vile these wild actions and they need to be addressed so 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 i i think whitewashing um, or the 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 cultural accumulation of of is very important and i think and i always uh, and i already um referred to stuart hall stuart hall is a great uh, social scientist uh, and everyone who is interested in in in, uh, in this um, topic should uh, read stuart hall by all means necessary this is really this is structuralism very interesting however but I want to rather talk about my own experiences and how I see these things. And these experiences, I mean, they came to, to dominate my thinking. I mean, like I said, I gave a very loose definition of whitewashing. Whitewashing just means simply, simply and to bring it on the, on the, uh, uh, to the point is that there's some elite and this elite uh, uh, conquers cultural achievements for uh, of other cultures as well as the, their own and somehow sells as the, sells it as their own own, own ingenious invention this is what it is so, so so this is and this is what i experienced in uh, in the university uh, as well as in the austrian society as like uh, we talked the last time about about that the this is rather uh, being be, being uh, put forward by the elite uh, that it, that this whitewashing is some sort of an exclusion because it is uh, if if you if you propagate that other cultures are not capable of any cultural achievements of course you exclude them and if you take over their social uh, social and cultural achievements and sell it as their own then then you directly or, or indirectly support this notion and this is of course uh, counterproductive into in the 21st century i mean i don't want to talk about cultural appropriation I mean, there is this term and and it is some some i think a way a very care careful i mean because cultural appropriation is i feel think you have to take it with a big salt of with a big grain of salt and of and have to be careful nevertheless but i wanna uh, or we talked about it the last time this is about power relations this is not only confined to the right or to cool through the conservatives because like i said in austria i had the experience that the far right groups um, they just did not like you i mean they just did not wanted you to be part of them they, uh, they thought about you as a foreigner and you as a foreigner has no rights or, or should be kept at bay then of course the conservatives these are mainly religious groups for those religious groups if you're not christian then you are some sort of some sort of always outside the flock and then uh, and then within the left you are 
nothing else than me as someone who who supports uh, their 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 leftist constituents in elections. So so you are somewhere nothing else than a pawn. And and I want to talk about the university in specific. And before that. Before uh, I talk about university, I mean the perception was always. I mean the, this is what was somehow always propagated to us in the society was that those who are racist and those those bigots, they are all some people who are uh, either unemployed, who have um, who have no uh, not uh, have no, have no education and so on, and and this is the grumpy average guy who just lost out on modernization and he just hates migrants this is how we how we somehow perceive this is how we were told about this and then of course you assume and this was someone said that if once you go in the university you are surrounded by smart and witty people these are people who are understandable who um, who who have attitude, of course, but 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 you are somehow being equal, and this is what what we were told. But it was some sort of a. But once you go in the university, this was a completely different. I mean, in the in the university, I don't wanna. Uh, maybe I will talk about the university in the in the detail later on but in the university you have to be aware of one thing and this is tough competition i mean this is not about the university at least how i experience it this is not about allocating knowledge or producing knowledge university is about competition no one cares about which party you are or whatsoever university is about competition for vying for power and of because everyone wants to get a job. This is, you have to consider the university like a business enterprise. Everyone wants to get a job, maybe not the CEO, but you you wanna be be there, you wanna be, be at the at the front row and so on. But but there are of course uh, very dire dire developments. Uh, dire developments like well dire experiences which I, which I had and these experiences like I said in, in the previous episodes that one crucial aspect or, or one aspect in the university was that you are somehow discouraged of writing that, that people somehow there are many reasons why you are being discouraged and one reason is, is that uh, that um, that People want to discourage you in order to 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 make their their achievements more uh, to shine out, uh, as well as uh, as well as as uh, 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 to some sort of keep you at bay. But one thing, what I was somehow shocked was what I was shocked about was that in the university there are at least this happened in my university they would they would bring people really random people who had no university degree whatsoever and they would put them in front of you and would 
tell you, yeah, but these people have a story to, to, to tell. I mean, it is always difficult to say what really went in the head of these people. I mean, uh, this was this was uh, before this. Nevertheless, you have to be aware of one thing, and this is what I need to want to say. I mean, uh, in the university, uh, if you bring in people, random people who have no degree whatsoever, and then put them in front of students and tell them, yeah, the, the, you have to, uh, uh, the, this is your new new lecture, then you some sort of undermine all the hard work other people did. Because there are a lot of migrants, there are a lot of migrants who work their ass off in, in their life, in their works, who go through this social, through this academic ladder. I mean, and this is tough I mean, to, to, to write your seminar papers, to, 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 to read those books, uh, studying is mostly reading to go all through these processes and then you are somehow bet betrayed by by these pe people they they put someone else in in front of you and and just some some sort of wanna make you feel yeah uh, no matter what you do it is in the end worthless somebody it has some sort of a symbolic power and this is of course devastating this is I mean, it is in the, it is indeed there are people who would be hoping for uh, a post in the university. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, this is a good paid job, and of course you get the opportunity to teach your world through and so on. But these methods, which I experienced, they, they were really some sort of a, to discourage people, and this was mainly, mainly really to to discourage migrants because who does this who brings all 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 these people in the in front of us in 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 front of migrants yeah these are mainly these these white leftist elites and this is this is meant against us uh, against migrants it was uh, from the beginning always meant uh, against migrants this is this is actually what we are talking about and this p People, they can make you believe, uh, you do whatever you want, but we we decide what is happening here. And and now now people will say, why do these people? I mean, this, this was uh, not always very clear. Why would anyone bring bring some random people from outside? Sometimes these were been homeless people, and this homeless people, they would be brought in front of us. I mean, some knew of this. I mean, I only uh, understood this in a retrospect, but then those uh, random people, they would brought in front of you and then said, yeah, well, l listen to this person, even though I don't, uh, I don't want to negate the experience of a homeless person. I don't want to negate anything whatsoever, but nevertheless, if you have want to educate or if you want to some, some teach people, first of all, we need to know who you are. This is, I think, very important and, and what you are, why you are. You just don't come around, put yourself in the in front of people and then some sort of mockingly, mockingly, yeah, 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 let's, let's talk about this, let's talk about 
And now, of course, some of you will say, yeah, what, so what? Some people came in, some people, they pretended to be someone they are not. Yeah, so what? So what? Uh, you could say, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, these people, or it was a social experiment, or whatever. And nothing happened, that these, these people just pretended to be, had fun, and, and we would make here uh, a fuss. Uh, about nothing. Well, it is a serious issue. This is indeed a serious issue, especially in in Austria, because it has a lot of. Uh, because this kind of conduct was copied many many times, not only in in the university, but as well as in the police, as well as uh, in the judicial system. Because you have to know, know about one thing, and this is that that university or in the university the intellectual elite of a country is being educated is being brought up this is not nothing these are the future people who will lead who will lead politics who will lead economy and especially in austria where where many companies are state-owned and if you want to be accomplish something in the economy then you have to uh, be a party member of course, I know that in a, that uh, that uh, many Americans will now be confused. What is party membership? It is a bit different, like in in the U.S. Party membership in 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 what? Well, at least I mean I don't know for sure how this really works in America, but in in Austria as well as in Europe, mainly you are part of your uh, part of a political party and this party has has big influence on on your private life and so on for example if you are uh if you are let's say you if you are part of a, a conservative party or, or whatsoever then you are then you are some sort of put uh under a social corset as well as if you are part of a socialist party or whatsoever that you don't know for example only buy at these grocery stores which in a way are being considered conservative socialists or, or far right far left as well as some so on so party membership goes way beyond uh, just to show your allegiance to a political entity this is very important but to come back to the university and uh, this is actually a big thing if you if you undermine the the accomplishments of other people or other people I'm, I'm not talking about me but other migrants who would have been gladly or who would have been glad to get a chance to prove themselves in the university and and these white leftist people they're just mocking them and um, and and this had of course and this had a Huge impact because and it's had for example a, a huge impact in the Austrian police force. I mean now imagine imagine uh, with all what's going on in America. Imagine if a police car, if a policeman stops you or knocks on your door, that your chances are 50-50 whether this police officer is actually real police or if it is just a vigilante who has just dressed up as a policeman. I don't know how and why these people 
uh, how and where these people get these police uniforms, but apparently they get them with a gun. And now imagine that such a vigilante knocks on your door and pretends to be um, um, a policeman. I mean, you, some, so this means your chances are 50-50, where if you walk on the street to meet a, a policeman, that this is actually real police, what you are meeting. And I think this, this is something which you have to consider what this does to a social cohesion, what this does to a society. When, when you are not sure that when you are not sure that the law in, that the law enforcement you are facing is actually not really law in, law enforcement. I mean I know these issues they are not confined to Austria because here in Turkey, even here in my hometown, there are some people who dress up as policemen and harass people. There is a very, uh, I think, uh, about this issue we have to talk about as well, but maybe in a, in a later on. However, and, and this did not stop there. This did not stop in the police for this, as well as permeated the judicial system. I mean, has. Can you imagine that you, that you sit in a court trial and that this trial is just a sham, that, that people are brought in front of the court with trumped up charges, with, with false witness reports, just, just to, to deceive these people and take advantage of, the, of the, them? Can you imagine what this means? I mean, and, and I'm talking... Uh, about as a victim because I became a victim of of uh, of this crooked system of of uh, trumped up charges and then you are brought in 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 front of a court and you be believe this it's not like that uh, these people did not knew the trade of deception hell yeah they knew it and I even asked them I mean I was there uh, the trumped up charge where where the lawyer lawyer my lawyer and so on that they, they were actually a family that this is a criminal gang who has been deceiving and and and, uh, and defrauding people for a long time and I and I asked this woman how long has she been doing this how many clients did she, did she have and she didn't know she she said to me yeah she has been doing this for a couple for a decade or two ah she can't she does not know how many clients she has. I mean, we are talking about sham trials here. I want to repeat this. Sham trials, people, people who are not even Austrian citizens, who are, who are from the Czech Republic and so on. They come in front of you, bring people in front of court and say, yeah, well, well, well you are being charged with this and that, and if you want peace, then you have to pay something and so on. This is how these people are doing this. And then, and then you... You understand that, understand that this is indeed a big deal, and this is even a bigger deal in Austria. Why Austria? Now Austria, especially as well as Germany, because of the Nazi past, and in the Nazi past, sham trials played a crucial role. This is something you learn in history lessons. This is something you learn all all over uh, 
the school system as well as in the society. I mean, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. This is something which is not neglected. This is a big issue, and people invest a lot of time to raise the childrens our children to know about their past, what the ancestors did. And sham trials are uh, were a crucial part in those Nazi Nazi. Uh, in the in the third reich where where, where where people were prosecuted and normally normally you have to be sensible for this and 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 you are being sensible or at least on the paper or how we are being told that you that every student or everyone in the society would be would be sensibilized or would be but then somehow you find out yeah these all did not work out i mean it you know it didn't yet it still happened because it is happening in front of the eyes of everyone because the, i thought i thought in the beginning when this happened to me i mean you have to be be aware sham trials you all these pe people want to deceive you and they are not doing it in a secret location or something no this is the judicial Palace. This, uh, this is the uh, uh, justice department. This is all happening in the front, in the in front of the eyes of of all others. And this means, I, or at least the conclusion I made is that these history lessons that it somehow failed. It failed because how can you other otherwise explain this? And we talked the last time about Austria as a failed state. I mean, these are actually one of the reasons why this state was, why this is a failed state. I mean, why why is America so strong? Everyone always says, at least this is what we learned in political science. Yeah, America is strong because America has one good functioning judicial system so no one is above the law there's these people they don't care whether you are a royal whether you are a Said or whatever they 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 prosecute everyone but but uh, this is only half of it if you only see in in America the investment and and I and Alexis Torquil already wrote uh, this um, in his book that uh, that the Americans that they are way more invested in their in, in their society as well as in the politics. This is true to the current state, uh, and you only have to watch social media. And on social media, you can see a lot how in America's uh, politics uh, are being conducted. And this is leads me to a very important development. And this is a development which I witnessed in Austria. And this development is, is somehow because normally, normally this is something you assume uh, an authoritarian state or or any dictatorship always enacts enacts some some laws which would curb uh, freedom of speech, would uh, would curb individual rights or whatsoever. So we all are focused on laws because because. Mm, Mainly in America as well as in continental Europe, the politicians they are mainly uh, mainly jurists. They are uh, have more uh, 
there 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 are many lawyers and have a, a law degree or come from from this background but it also happened and it also this is something unique ha happened actually something unique and this meant in austria this is something different than in hungary uh, uh, where where there are some uh, not some many laws where f freedom of speech is curbed as well as in poland or in the in venezuela where there are many laws to the disadvantage of the people are inactive but in austria this was not the case there was no need there was no need to, to somehow enact enact uh, any laws to curb freedom of speech no whatsoever in austria one one somehow learned that it is actually not necessary this is in a way useless because in order to make a, a law just obsolete you just need enough people who just don't don't care about the law who just who just uh, do not go along and if you do not have uh, any any functioning law enforcement then you can make uh, everything obsolete even equality and this is indeed a, a, a very dangerous development this is a development which 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 may or may not have started in the university i mean we know we don't know because we don't what we need to know is how long this has been going how many people are involved in this because this is this is more than uh, uh, or, or uh, this woman she didn't know how she didn't even know how many how many people she 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 sent to the scaffold war uh, and so on and so on so this has been going on apparently for decades so we don't know don't know how many victims we don't know how, how deep this goes uh, and of course we cannot say for sure where this all started but but one thing is for sure and this is that the university is indeed a very very, very important place where because it gives role models it gives people guidance and and this is because it is understandable that most of the victims are migrants are or are people who cannot uh, defend themselves i mean uh, this is what this is aiming at this this is aiming at the weak or even even then later which is what was the was in my case where they were really discouraging you to seek legal advice or whatsoever and and you didn't even get any legal advice i mean this was all blocked this was all blocked you could do whatever you do uh, whatever you want there was just no chance in austria whatsoever that you even get anyone this was striking down to you you were uh, some sort of really blackmailed really cornered and these people they know that tra trade and apparently they have been doing it for a while and this was even permitted in in the university this was the, this judic uh this the, this justice department or a branch of this justice department was right across the campus or is right across the campus of the university there is a lot of um, disturbing things going on in austria and this is i wanted to i'll talk about this as well i mean i think we have passed our time and how this was for 
for me very important so to sum up this uh, this this development in in austria so, so uh, there are indeed some weary developments within the society and that uh, even though we, we might think that that it would not mean much it means actually a lot uh, i mean it meant for me a lot because i could just believe it if if someone would have told me this uh, when I grew up in rural Austria, I would have never believed this. I wouldn't. I would have assumed something like that happens somewhere in a, in a third world country. But who would have thought that this would happen here in Austria, here in Europe, in the middle of Europe? I mean, this is this was beyond my imagination. And if someone would have told me this, I would have said that he is can't be true and I had to see it with my own eyes. I had to experience this with 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 um, my own I had to experience this to understand uh, how important it is to have checks and balances. I mean I had a blissful imagination, a very positive imagination of the left. And I know of course there are some rotten apples within the flock and that I probably do injustice to all those people who are really uh, uh, fight for equal opportunities and justice and nevertheless but these few people especially in position of powers they could wreak havoc and they uh, and they partially contributed to to austria becoming a failed state this is something one should not miss miss mistake And, uh, and, uh, and my writing actually, because uh, for me it was, uh, it was a pretty difficult situation because I knew that if I would write about these things, they would make my life to living hell. I mean, uh, I knew it. And, and in a way, of course, you want to inform the public because in Austria, somehow, not even the, the news media uh, really worked properly i mean who but again who would have thought i mean it is not to blame anyone it just someone just this is something you just uh, do not expect anyone anyone to do this uh, the same happened with, with the americans i mean who would have thought who would have believed if someone before told you what is going on in, in guantanamo or what is going on in 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 other parts of the country no one would have believed it but but then uh, more and more people started to believe however but it was as well as to some sort of, of, of self-defense that you had to talk about these things and of course you have to be aware of one thing that i don't know all all the facts and and i i don't know like i said i don't know how long this is has been happening how, how many people are involved in this and then and it it will probably uh, take years to to uh, and uh, from a different perspective and point of view to really bring light into the dark. However, I wanted to clear these things up. This is something I talked about the last times, and 
this is again, this is not the far right group, or they were involved in this, of course, the far right group and so on, but never the West, this is the left. This is this was the Austrian left, the, the, these were people who were left leaning, who who fought for the equality of migrants, who fought, who said that migrants should be treated equally at least. This is what they wrote on the on their flags and yet the, they did all these things. This is or uh, the end of my this is the end of my episode. Uh, I hope next time we will uh, but for definite we will uh, continue talking about my work my books and hopefully and, uh, and so on and i hope uh, i hope things became clear to you uh, i hope you are all doing fine that you stay healthy and and take care of yourself bye it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.